Hello, Galaxy. Chris Perillo here with a different microphone than the microphones I've used before. I know that I'm not exactly the best podcaster in the world, but you know what? At least I'm doing it. Still trying to find uh, a perfect time, uh, a perfect uh, type of subject matter, uh, you know, a perfect setup, a per- process, and this is still very much a process. I learned yesterday that uh, with the, the default settings on my um, device, specifically in relation to the microphone, that my voice may come out a bit more tinny than many people would like it to be, specifically with a podcast. So I had to do you know a bit of finagling and to work around what could very well be a software shortcoming using you know device uh, um, settings with uh, compression with audio until or unless i can find an audio recording app that effectively allows better control of that particular uh, piece of hardware inside the uh, device i'm just going to go with what i know is tried and true as far as a microphone's concerned, so I went back to using a Rode lavalier, a lav. When I use this, I don't have it on me. I could also use a, uh, a USB mic, because the way I'm connecting the lav mic to uh, this device is specifically through the USB-C cable, uh, which is what you need to use, because there's no headphone jack. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with using uh, the the... The converter cable. But when I tried connecting the USB mic that I had, it, it needed another uh, power source because the, the gain was, it was non-existent. Like the waveform was there, but I would have had a, to, to bump it up incredibly high. So I figured I'm just going to go with what I know can and should work and then maybe, maybe do a little bit of uh, post-processing afterwards. Still, like I said, trying to find something that just works on the device, and I am not an app developer, uh, you know, and, and I'm still finding my way through the variety of Android apps out there. I mentioned that uh, the the microphone really uh, sounded bad in yesterday's video, to, in today's TLDR, I, I mentioned this, and a lot of people commented and said, wow, that your, your mic is really tinny, and I don't know if that is largely because of the case that I was using on the device or if it's just the device outright since other people have complained about tinny audio and the, the audio software effectively compressing it which would lead me to believe that it could be a software issue that would be addressed at some point in the future but I, I don't know if or when that would happen I do know that this microphone certainly would work and you know I'll continue to, to tweak the options to try to forego any muss and fuss. No, if I, seriously, if I was an Android app developer or a new one, I'd, I'd ask them for something that incredibly simple to take, uh, you know, uh, incoming audio and then apply different algorithms to it based upon the audio source. I mean, it's it's a great one. It's a great idea. I know it's a great idea, but I'm not a developer. I can only just wait for something like that to actually come into existence. Keynote US says the mic sucks on the Pixel. Yeah, I'm 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 seeing that it's it's not great. Although that being said, in the camera comparison tests that I listened to, I more appreciated the Pixel mic in an outdoor situation uh, to the iPhone 8 Plus mic. It's not the same conditions that I have here, but 
it, it still it impressed me, and it definitely sounded a lot more treble heavy. But I do believe that even in in having it, uh, you know, as an option, you know, as being able to use an external mic just you know helps me mitigate it in in certain uh, production scenarios. I don't know how it's going to play out with. Uh, other produced uh, media, you know, videos that I might record on the device and, and probably will, will record on the device. I do use my uh, smartphone that I have on hand as a, a video recording tool. But, you know, hardware is, is, is not likely to change. Software can be changed, and that's where I'm hoping it's, it's an issue specifically uh, with, with this particular device, as it has been seen that software could very well be uh, the shortcoming for a few other uh, things uh, that are inherent with the Pixel 2 XL. I'm still not inclined to chuck it. I, I'm still not as uh, ready to move back to uh, using the iPhone 8 Plus. And I also mentioned this in TLDR Live tonight. I'm not even close. I have hardly touched the iPhone 8 Plus. I've been compiling a list, or at least trying to, you know, with uh, things I like about the Pixel 2 XL, things I don't like, compared to the iPhone 8 Plus. But I think what it is that I've been doing in action says it all. The fact that I just have not touched it says everything. We've got Discord chat open as well as Twitch chat. I am simulcasting this on twitch.tv slash chrisperillo, which is where you can go if you want to become a sub of mine, it's easy to become a sub. You press the little subscribe button or whatever on the Twitch profile. I've never done it for myself, so I can't tell you. But then uh, once you become a sub, you get access to the Discord chat open 24-7. What's nice is that Barnacle's Nerdgasm was in there today. He's actually in the chat room. He's a, he's a patron. And obviously an active patron, otherwise he wouldn't be in there. Because you can also get access to Discord chat by becoming a patron of mine at uh, patreon.com slash chrisperillo. I like having that kind of back channel at times, if only because it's interesting to see what the zeitgeist is, what everybody else is thinking. Twitter doesn't serve everything to me. It serves a fair amount, but not everything. And sometimes I turn to the community for direction. Today's video that was posted to youtube.com slash Chris Perillo speaks to that uh, with the iPhone 10 launch or pre-launch or pre-order launch. I'm curious to know how many in the community are interested in the iPhone 10. They probably feel about the iPhone 10 the same way I do about the Pixel 2 XL. You, you got to overlook some shortcomings to, to get something that is better than what you would have otherwise, which isn't to say that what you have otherwise is a great thing. Android has definitely got its fair share of problems. But I think I enjoy using the Pixel 2 XL more. I find myself maybe, you know coming into a groove where I feel I'm more productive or have a, a chance of being more productive on a Pixel 2 XL than, than on an iPhone. And, and we're not just talking about the nuances of the platform, because I'm certainly familiar with iOS. In terms of how I use it, what I need it for, and how generally fluid is, it is, or it has been, although every so often you get hit with the frame rate inconsistencies which are largely due to the lack of optimizations um, by a, a developer that can be mitigated in software. Whether or not they will, I don't know. I, I don't think I'm going to give up until I find the right person at Google to talk to about a lot of these problems. 
that I see that need to be tweaked. Just nips and tucks. But that person doesn't necessarily exist outright. What's interesting, though, is that uh, as we discussed in the TLDR, Google, to better address some of these hardware shortcomings, which are just painfully obvious, they've extended the warranty for the Pixel 2 and the Pixel 2 XL to two years. So they've gone from one to two, kind of like what LG did with their V30. That's interesting. I'm not sure how I feel about that. I mean, I, I think for the average person, that may end up moving them to a Pixel, and, and they would be able to look past some of these software uh, shortcomings or hardware shortcomings specifically. But that's pretty amazing. I mean, outright for them to do. But I think that's about the only thing they could have done because they're not going to initiate a recall. These devices aren't destroying anything. They're not, you know, perfect. Absolutely not. But to further assuage fears as well as to help keep people buying Pixels and not sending them back, they've got to uh, effectively assuage any kind of concerns. Yes, I guess they're going to be enabling some kind of vibrant mode, which I guess means more to other people who are used to more vibrant screens than it does to me. Moving from an iPhone 8 Plus screen, let's say, to uh, a, a Pixel 2 XL screen, LCD to OLED or OLED, I mean, it's pretty different, radically different. Some of the things I, I don't necessarily like as, as much I would prefer, personally, an LCD screen. But I, I would want a, a Pixel-esque experience on an LCD screen. And I don't know if that's, you know, remotely possible. I think uh, LCDs are going to go away. But, you know, facing a great degree of concerns that can't be addressed in software, Google can't initiate a recall of the hardware. They can only say they're working to address as much as they possibly can specifically in software. So get the hardware and you could have it for two years. Well, my plan, just like it was with the iPhone, is every year I'd get a new Pixel. So a two-year warranty is not that much of a value add for me. It may be for somebody else, but not for me. Skycop70, who's a, a sub of mine there on Twitch, says, with the Pixel's shortcomings, it's still going to be better than the iPhone 10 with the iOS 11. Well, if you're looking at cost, yes. If you're looking at iOS 11, yeah, I also agree with that. I mean, there there are just some things that I have a great issue with in terms of usable screen space on the uh, on the iPhone outright, um, and how apps just kind of look janky now with the notch, as they call it, the sensor housing. So even if you could look past the, the software bar at the bottom and the, the, the app switching and, and how iOS generally works, I just, I don't know. I think it's it's definitely not for me anymore. And that, that, that was, I guess, painfully apparent when I started thinking about how many times I've touched the iPhone 8 Plus. I'll still touch it. I still have it. I'm not going to, I'm going to, not going to do anything with it. I'm still going to keep it for comparison's sake. But it's just, it's different. It, it's just not great. And maybe the maybe the software experience is more fluid on the OLED screen on the iPhone 10. Maybe, maybe that's true. I'll see it in person. Um, 
it, you know, it's, it's a different screen technology. Maybe they unlocked something. But then, even if that's the case, you're still dealing with other wild inconsistencies and layout hiccups and headaches and nightmares with iOS. Death by a thousand cuts. And then on top of that, the sensor housing array. It's just, it, it doesn't add up to me as, as what I would consider an experience I would want. So as I mentioned in tonight's Chris Perillo video, iPhone 10, getting one, question mark. I, uh, you know, basically I'm asking who's getting one. I want to know. Keynote US, another sub of mine on Twitch, says options in Android are food. They are options. Keep them open. It's true. I mean, there's a lot of uh, configurability with Android that I've been very, very happy with. I, I haven't even found all the things that I, I want the, to find in, in this experience. Yeah, it's part as I shift around. The chair is about as old as I am. <laughs> but the fact that it is so configurable and that modifications are constantly being made is just, it's, it's exciting because I, I just love software. I just, I'll always love software. F43A97, another sub of mine on Twitch, says, I have to disagree. I still believe that the iPhone and Apple in general offers benefits that the Pixel does not. That's true. And, 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 and I'm not saying that, and I think you may have been responding to somebody else in chat there. The, uh, 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 you know, the iPhone definitely has a place. I want the iPhone around. Maybe not personally. I even had this passing thought in the broadcast of TLDR tonight. You know, will I get the next iPhone? And I think that answer at a distance, like a year, you know, from now, I think the answer is yes. If only, you know, because, I mean, I know people want to know my opinion. And I, I, I'm not opposed to, I guess, the design or the classic design of what we see in the iPhone. I'm just, I'm, a, that sensor housing, it's just, the notch. <sighs> Maybe I'll get interested again should something interesting happen with iOS. But I have no idea if or when that's going to come, and I'm not going to bank on it. I will get an iPhone 10 if the community sees fit to effectively make it possible for me to get one, or if I find a sponsor, but I'm not going to chase it down with my own funds. I chased down the Pixel, and that was because something that I believed was something that was going to work. For the most part, it has. But again, looking to, to effectively fund it to offset costs, because this has been a very expensive couple of months for me. For devices. I know I'd be much better off finding a sponsor for this stuff. But I've been looking, uh, making it a heck of a lot easier. But in terms of me putting something out there of, of, of my, own, my own resources there, apart from time, I'm just not, uh, I'm not interested at all. Other people would be. They love the gadgets. I don't love gadgets. I, I don't hate gadgets. I just don't love gadgets. I may be the only one here who doesn't love gadgets. Ragnar says, well, I got the 8 Plus now, and I find the battery life bearable, but it's not great. I'd really hate to have even less with the Note 8. Yeah, I guess battery life is something that, you know, is concerning for good reason. I uh, am, you know, I guess someone who never really had an issue with the battery life, especially with an iPhone a case that had the external battery pack. I was able to get through a day without a hiccup. iOS 11... Point one improves battery life somewhat. I, I've, I've been told. Here, here's the thing, though. Um, 
it didn't come with a fast charger. That would have cost more. And I guess I don't need to I don't need speed charging for the device outright. I mean the Pixel 2 XL has been fine. I mean I guess someone did a comparison saying that it, it charges slower. It's not fast charging. There's something else that's going on. I don't know. I don't know if that's a software thing. I don't know if that's a hardware thing. I can just say that, you know, when I needed to charge this thing up today, I could. And I think I only did it like once. And I didn't need to even charge it all the way up. I probably could have I, I probably could have run the battery down. But I knew I had a little bit of time, so I figured I might as well come close to trying to top it off. Knowing full well I wasn't going to be using it that much, you know, during the duration of the broadcast. I did use the Pixel 2 XL with this external mic uh, for the uh, video iPhone 10 getting one, I think is what we're going with. I'm not sure what the best title is for that particular video. But I just, you know, I, I wanted to try it again. If anybody's seen it and you're watching in chat, did the video tonight turn out better, the, the specifically the pre-recorded one, than the one yesterday? I'm curious to know if only because I... I genuinely haven't had a chance to to listen as as, as intently as anybody else might have. I, I've I've literally gone back to back with content production for y'all right now. And then of course after this dinner, I'm not actually going to go downstairs and eat dinner again in the middle of doing a podcast. Mad Bear says same here. Charged once a day with the Pixel Two XL compared to the iPhone Eight Plus. I guess I, I've charged them each like once a day. Pez Liz says, uh, and of course she's someone who helps facilitate projects uh, for us. Uh, she's also spearheading the Creator Advocate Weekend Workshop in another couple of weeks. She says, yes, sounded much, much better. Uh, and someone else says the audio was less tinny. Well, that's good. It should be less tinny. Because it was a completely different mic. It shouldn't have been tinny at all. This is a, a Rode mic. It should have been... It may not have been bass booming. But it, it should have been... It should have been good. Solid. Hey, you know, the, my, my production goals are this. If nobody complains, I've done well. Uh, specifically, if nobody complains about production, I've done well enough. And I know everybody you know, looks for something different or does something different in, if, in terms of what they might do for content production, but I just don't want to go overboard. Skycop70 says, and he's a sub, says, all depends what you listen on. I watch everything on my Apple TV 4. I don't know. I guess I, I listen somewhat on, I, more on my desktop at this point than on the mobile device, depending on where I'm at, you know. I don't carry the, the, the device with me. The only device I usually carry out of the workshop or the play shop here is the uh, the smartphone, one smartphone or another. Ragnar in Discord chat says you need to talk faster. I need to do a reboot to install the new Mac OS beta. Lol, JK. Hopefully that'll be final soon. But I am getting close to wrapping up. This seems to be a, a good time, uh, you know, in terms of a length to talk about things, to answer questions. If I do see questions in chat, not a lot of questions here tonight. I think we burned through a lot of questions in TLDR. But still, you know, I thought I'd do this and, and, and try a different way of doing it until I find a better way of doing it. So thank you, everybody, for your patience. Thank you, everybody, for subbing to me on Twitch, if you have. Thank you for becoming a patron of mine on patreon.com slash chrisperillo, if you have. Thank you for joining us in Discord. That's open 24-7. Even when I'm not paying attention, other people are. It gets better with every passing day.
I love you. I appreciate you. But at this point, I'm going to leave you to your own devices. May the Force be with you.